Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I just want to welcome everyone um, from the um, 72 nations that, that are calling in or listening to this podcast. Um, you can listen to um, this podcast after we're done with this live conference call. This is the 72 Nations Conference Call podcast, and you can listen to this afterwards on anchor.fm, 72 Nations. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Um, praise God. Well, um, 72 Nations Conference Call Podcast is an international project in 72 nations where 72 nations can call in to a live conference call for prayer, healing, deliverance, throne room encounters, angelical encounters, prophecy, vision, and soaking presence, and revival and breakthroughs. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Also, you can visit elvisizing.com. Amen. There's more information right there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen and and um praise the Lord and, and um Amen. Um Christy Sam, thank thank you for calling in. Amen. Pray, praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. Amen. For being known him since um probably back in I think a little bit, um maybe like two thousand and two or two thousand and three, right? Probably. Yes. Sir. So and and um, you know, I was um posting articles, um doing art posting articles, um and and um and certain people from India were were prescribing to an email list and, and I was praying for people and then I met Chrissy Sam and um he has such a beautiful heart for his nation and, and heart for the Lord, hallelujah. He has a he has a, a warfare spirit of warfare deliverance. Um, ministry, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Um, um, you know, he, he's, he's not a quitter. He's not going to give up, hallelujah. Amen. And, and um, so he's, um, he's a wonderful brother, hallelujah, in the Lord, hallelujah. Praise God. But anyways, um, you know, I've been, um, God gave me such a heart for India. And, um, and I started, um, you know, Went way back a long time ago. Um, I want to just, you know, um, you know, um, you know. I was in my hometown. We were doing home church, um, um, and we were. Um, I was doing speaking engagements, and, and then I had this dream about this open door, and and that door was the internet. And I started writing articles, and 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 somehow, you know, my gra- grammar was not that great back then. And I'm not saying it's any good right now, but but the thing is, anointing. You know, when you when you obey God, hey, the anointing will come upon your hands. The anointing will come upon your fingers. Hallelujah. The anointing will flow through your through your um, your brain and all that. It will flow through um, when you're trying to to communicate. And and um, Hallelujah. The river will come from the throne because you know you are a threefold boat being like the, like the temple of the lord hallelujah like the tabernacle hallelujah oh, and and you're seated in Christ and have oh, places and this revelation will start flowing and you know i i will oh, type man. and i will say stuff that i did not know that i say i would um somehow um as i prophesied i would also flow in word revelation in the scriptures and i remember way back a long time ago when i was such a 
young believer, I would just study the word all the time. And 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 all of a sudden, I had photographic memory. And 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 um, you know, one one moment they were saying to me, you. You're too zeal. Um, zeal without wisdom is not good. Zeal without wisdom is not good. Zeal, you know. Um, um, how about how about go for it, brother? Go for it, because you know, if somebody's seeking God, of course there's fly-by-night people, people that, you know, they they they, they um, get a fire, and then they go out and all that. But but the thing is, you'll be tested and tried. God wants us to stand on tested ground. And and to continue on, but anyways, anyways, um, um, as I, I I was then I was sending these articles out, but people started reading them all over the place, and different nations, and 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 um and so so hallelujah. So me and um, Christy Sam, I said, hey, you know, let's start a group, and we called it India, um, Revi- India revival, revival India, revival India, and all that, and and he was. Very crucial, and he went around. He would print out my articles. He would go to pastors. He would go to churches. He would talk about um, um, this, and 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 he also he, you know, he knew he knew the internet. He knew how to um, get um, um, emailed, um, um, dresses, but, but that message went around. Okay, there's people in northern yeah. other places. There's people that continue to contact me. And 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 then mm-hmm. there's um, um, Indian people in America that have contacted me. There's Indian people in in um, in the Middle East. Hallelujah, praise God, Hallelujah. And and and, and um, you know um, the the word is so and and and, the, and and also the prophecies are so and and we prayed for people. One time this guy called me. He he text he emailed me and his son was his son was dying, and he took him from hospital to hospital. And the doctors refused to see him as his neural hope. And he contacted me. He says, I heard that you have power over demons. And, and, and I said to myself, don't we all have power Amen. over demons? And it, but the thing is, Amen. people just don't walk in authority. So I, I committed myself to pray. You know, I prayed in English, but I committed to pray in tongues three hours a day for him. And I prayed for three Amen. days, and I got a phone. I got a you know, email message. It's a miracle. The doctor says it's a miracle. And 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 that and this is is that what they said? Did they say it's a miracle? Yes, they said it's a miracle and all that that he survived and all that that, that he's okay and um, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong with him anymore. You know, this is God. This is this is God. Hallelujah, Amen. Hallelujah. And, and the thing is, that's why when you obey, you obey in the obedience of Christ. And there's ripple effects, ripple effects. So so never belittle what you are doing for the Lord, because you know. You know the world is more smaller, and he's preparing the nations, amen. And 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 I believe there's going to be a um, God's going to force the nations to open up, and for the gospel of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. hallelujah. But but right now I want to talk about, amen, hallelujah, amen. Um, also um um, Errol Anderson's here. I I, I met Errol Anderson. He knows me for like probably like thirty five years, and and uh, our um, you know, I met him. He's from my hometown, and, and um, you know, every time I was a young man back then, I was a young man, and 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 I would run in every time I would see him. He all speak a word like he, like, you know, and and he was all from God. Every everything was from God, and and he has walked with the Lord. He's been to um, 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 several nations, and and um, 
he's um how God has anointed him and, and the Lord brought us together and we've been doing um the SIM conference call um podcast and the Lord put in our heart let's do this new conference call and this one is more to minister to people. The other one is to bring different speakers. And hallelujah and and so to God be all the glory. But one thing is back in 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 um ninety five Okay, all of a sudden, hallelujah, praise the Lord. I don't know, I think I talked about this before, but God wants me to talk about it again. Hallelujah. And I had this vision. You know, you know, you know, I had this vision, and I didn't plan to have this vision. I wasn't, I wasn't praying, okay? I went to church that day. I think, I, I, maybe it was a Friday night or whatever. Maybe, it, uh, um, um, and, and, um, and I'm praying, and um, no, I wasn't praying. I was just, and all of a sudden I had this vision. You know, when you start having a vision, it's like a story, and, and, and it can't leave your mind or your heart, and, and you just keep on having it, and, and you leave the church, you go you go here, go there, and you just keep on having it. And I saw the whole entire, I saw, I saw this, this fire come from the sky over America, and this was the judgment of God. Hey, this is against the false apostles, false prophets, the false brethren, the witches, the warlocks, the Jezebels, the psychics. And, and, then, and then I saw another fire. But this was divided. These were several fires across this country in certain cities. And, and um, hallelujah. Um, and, then, and then when each of them started, they, they, they met each other. Okay, they came to... It, each other and all that and then you know and i would just talk about this you know this is like i'm talking this really aligned myself with the notion of revival okay and and um and and so then then um the lord spoke to me he spoke to me he says there's more and this is a couple years later and 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 then I saw India, Hallelujah. Okay. And I saw the oil of the Holy Spirit poured upon India, and I saw raising mm-hmm. the dead became common, and signs and wonders became common, <laughs> and and it was not um, it, it was not just a few people. It was not confined to this Christian group or that Christian group. It was. Believers just walking in the power of God. Hallelujah. And I saw over a certain time, majority of India coming to Christ. Coming to Christ. Hallelujah. Coming to Christ. Hallelujah. And, and, and really, God brought me and Chrissy Sam together. It was to fulfill that vision. Hallelujah. And we are coming to that day. And you know, we didn't know this whole this whole false pandemic was gonna happen and these restrictions and establish a global common communistic um and, and socialistic um government and all that to control the nations and bring the nations in into control. So but but anyways Anyways, the Lord, um, 
the Lord uh, um, um, you know God's preparing the nations okay preparing the nations and then, and then I saw I saw the fire of the Lord the Lord showed me again come upon America this was great repentance is going to come to America great repentance oh man and, oh, and, and extreme revivals extreme revivals and and um and then I saw the wind of the Holy Spirit released in Australia and I saw nations won to Christ he, he Australia is the the great the southland of the Holy Spirit that is another name for Australia and and then I saw the water the Holy Spirit poured upon France and I came part of a prayer movement over in France when it was good when it first started and we would pray for we would pray for France for 40 days every year and and I would and I committed to pray for France and Errol Anderson, he's been to France. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, and even Rick Joyner said there's going to be a revival in France. That that, that the revival is going to be um, about the love of God, loving one another. See, so so you Amen. see, um, faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and love. Faith. Hallelujah. Hope and love and and. And but love is greater, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We still need faith and hope, hallelujah. But it's the love of God. It's the love of God. The 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 the, the city of Paris is gonna be I'm talking I'm talking hallelujah, they're gonna find the love of God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And and so I, I prayed I, I I prayed for France. And um, but anyways, this 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 was like an awakening, and it spread across whole entire Europe, and and it was a call to to Orthodox Christianity. When, when I see Orthodox, I'm talking about the Bible, the, the um, foundation of the church, and all that, and and home church Christianity, Apostolic Christianity. Hallelujah, and um. And then, and then, um, and then, um, then I saw, then, then I saw, um, um, the wine of the Holy Spirit poured upon uh, South America and Central America. Of course, Mexico was already infected by the, because the whole thing in North America, so they're getting like double, and the wine was poured, and this was great and extreme deliverance. Layers and layers of deliverance. Hallelujah. And so, hallelujah. And, and so we got to remain focused. And um, sometimes we got to keep our head in the cloud of God's glory. Hallelujah. He says, oh, don't, they need to know earthly good. Well, I don't want to be earthly good. Because earthly good is not going to satisfy the problems in, in, in society. One time I went, I was part of this group called League of Prayer, and um, and I went to their meeting down, um, I think in Montgomery, Alabama, 
and and she had had um, this lady. Her name was um, Mary. Um, um, I think um, I for, I forgot her last name, but anyways, she would wa- write a thing about stocks. Okay, stocks. And and she she had money and all that, and her her husband was rich and all that, and and she was write a thing about stock market and all that, and then and then the Lord called her to prayer, and she and she left that, and then and then she wrote this book on revival, and she started this prayer groups and these prayer groups were across, not in every place, but um, but she had a prayer thing and people would pray there, and and there was this meeting, and I came to this meeting, and and. And 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 all these the, the all these big wigs were like sitting next to her. the the Billy Graham of Scotland, some Chinese lady that's like like some famous singer and all that, um, you know. And and I'm down there and all that, and and some ladies asking me um, how how can I bring the prophetic to my church? How can I bring this stuff to my church? And I was telling her because um, the Lord was teaching me how to bring God in, but but now. I want to say this: that that it, it, that time's over. We we need to tear down all these things. We need to tear down. The, we need to build around the Holy Spirit. We need to build around the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! <laughs> Glory to God. We we got to build around the Holy. Spirit. We we put our order around the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! Not not the other way around. Amen. I'm sitting there and then. And then, and then, Mary, and then Mary, she looks at me, and she says, "You there, you there. You come over and sit right next to us." And, all, and she moves, moves this this big wig down on that. Says, "There's a glow on you. There's a glow on you. Only those who pray a lot have that glow." And she started talking about this, 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 um, this um, innocent medicine man that went around in. In in Alaska, he was going from house to house, and and somehow he had such demonic influence in life that he could see in people's houses, and he and, and he would walk from house to house cursing Christians, cursing Christians like he knew who was a Christian, he'll curse them, he'll curse them, and and but then he saw a guy once in a while he'll see people that pray, and he couldn't curse them, and and um because there was this glow over them, there was this glow and. And um, and and well, first of all, you, you know you can't you can't curse a Christian, okay? But 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 the thing is, what happens is, is believers are cursing one another, which gives access to these other people to curse. And and really, there's also it's a confrontation. Really, the, we cannot curse that. There's a confrontation that we have to identify. And 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 we have a lot of believers that don't believe in spiritual warfare or or the devil or or deliverance. And and when stuff happens, they they want to go to the psychiatrist. They want to go to medicine, and they want to go get this stuff and this stuff. And, and instead of and they want to accept this stuff. And when they need to figure out where is this coming from, and begin to renounce it, begin to come against it. I'm not against going to doctors, okay. But but the thing is, is don't accept that the devil knocks on your door. Grab your shotgun, okay. Grab your shotgun. Just don't open the door. Okay? Grab your shotgun. Okay? Grab grab your shotgun. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> but anyways, um, 
she she said, can you tell me your life about prayer? And I started talking about prayer. And and and, and my prayer life and 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 then she was so interested in me and the whole the whole entire thing turned all to me and then everyone was asking me questions. This went on for a couple of hours. This this was this this was actually the lunch of the prayer meeting they were having. This was supposed to be over within within like an hour and all that. But praise God. And she gave me these books on revival. And David Cho, David Cho came her first meeting, her first conference she had David Cho came and David Cho she sent a letter to David Cho. Paul Yung Cho. And and um and Paul, he, he just ignores this. He, you know, he doesn't accept any invites. This is, well, he's old now, but this is back when he wasn't that old yet. And, and, and but then all of a sudden the Lord um, tells him, go to your prayer closet. And he goes to his prayer closet and he has this, this vision of this lady praying in America. And she's a s- southern um, lady. And, and, um, and so, so he says, you, you're to go there. And so he went there to talk about prayer. Hallelujah. And, and so, but but anyways, her whole point is establish this program was for revival, and I was praying for revival. And then came the time that God gave me the vision of revival, and and I, and I was one of the first to have the revelation of many revivals because it's the glory of God. You look in Ephesians, the 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 church shall be full of glory, and many the the church shall be full of glory, glorious many. Revivals, Hallelujah, Lord of God, and and so we have to align us. So right now, the Lord is aligning the church. I'm not saying everyone, but those who 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 have took control of their tongue, that they have kneeled their knees before Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, and has been faithful. And, and somehow we all are being pulled into a direction of his purposes. And it doesn't even matter what's going on in society. God is pulling us because, because he's, 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 he's repositioning us for what is about to come. And what is about to come is revival and harvest. Hallelujah. Revival and harvest. So, um, um, Marty is here today. He's he's a, a warrior of God. Hallelujah. He's going to pray. Um, Marty, you still there? Yes, sir. Yeah, he's going to he's going to pray, and then and then and then after he's he's done <coughs> praying, then then Errol is going to share what God has has spoken to him. Amen. All right, Jesus Christ is Lord. Brothers and sisters, John 8 says, If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Father God, we stand in agreement and we submit to you right now. Heavenly Father, in the, na- in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, Father God, I boldly come before your throne of grace, cleansed sanctified and purified by the blood of Jesus. Father God and Lord Jesus, I pray for breakthroughs for all of my brothers and sisters on this call and those who will listen to it later on a podcast. 
You know, you know, one of the names of our Father is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who provides. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask for spiritual breakthroughs. Father, your word says in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 12, states, The hearing ear and the seeing eye, the Lord had made both of them. Those are gifts from the Father, brothers and sisters. Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name to the Father, it shall be given to you. Ask and you shall receive. So, Father God, I ask you to open the spiritual eyes and ears of my brothers and sisters listening today. And, Father, we know that everything in the body of Christ must be done with, by the power of your Holy Spirit. So, Father God, in Jesus' name, increase the sensitivity of my brothers and sisters to your Holy Spirit. You know, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 states, Not by power, nor by might, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Father God, I ask for the baptism of the Holy Spirit for any of my brothers and sisters listening. <clears throat> We ask, you to re- we ask you to receive that in Jesus' holy name. So, Father, I pray for revival breakthroughs, many revival. I pray for har- the breakthrough of harvests, many harvests. Father, I pray for financial breakthroughs for those who need it. Father, I pray for healing breakthroughs, healing for the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual woundedness in Jesus' name. Father God, I pray for breakthroughs, anointing breakthroughs. Joseph anointing. Elijah anointing. Jehu anointing. Esther anointing. Joshua 1.9 Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of good courage? Be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wherever so you shall go. Father God, we thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, my friend, please lead and guide my brothers and sisters in what they need to see and what they need to hear. And in the mighty name of Jesus, I bind and rebuke and break the power of every lying, deceiving, tormenting, seducing spirit. Every watcher spirit, every eavesdropping spirit, every human spirit that travels by astral projection, divination and witchcraft spirits, sorcerers, soul hunters, workers of iniquity, every wicked spirit familiar spirit, ancestral spirit, unclean and religious spirit. We bind you in Jesus' name. I cover everyone here from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet with the precious blood of Jesus. We bind all spirits of all witchcraft assigned against us in Jesus' name. We bind the curses back to the demons now in Jesus' name. 
Brothers and sisters, you need to break every evil soul tie in Jesus' name and apply the blood of the Lamb to all areas of your life. I break the power of every word or spoken curse being spoken against you, your families, and your own ministries. Yes, God will give you ministries in the places you will not even look. Father God, we ask you to send out legions of your mighty warring angels to stand around us shoulder to shoulder, to guard and protect so that no evil may penetrate. Father God, please give us keen discernment and wisdom. Father God, we thank you because we receive it in Jesus' name. In Isaiah 25, verse 1, O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name, for in perfect faithfulness you have done marvelous things planned long ago. Seek the face of Jesus Christ, my brothers and sisters, and may the only true living God, the Most High, bless you, protect you and your families. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who is, who was, and is to come. The whole earth is filled with your glory. You are the God of glory. You are the King of glory. You are wonderful, counselor, mighty God, El Gabor. You are the everlasting Father. You are the Prince of Peace. You are the great I Am. Before Abraham was, I am. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I am Jehovah Jireh. I am Jehovah Rapha. I am Jehovah Sitkunu, I am Jehovah Shema, I am Jehovah Shalom, I am the great I am. By this name I will be known through every generation. I am El Shaddai, the God of the mountains, the God of more than enough, the many-breasted one. I am the great I am. I am your healer. I am your redeemer. I am your sanctifier. I am your deliverer. I am that I am, and there is none other. I am the creator. I am the maker of heaven and earth. I am that I am. Before Abraham was, I am. I am the elf and the tov. I am the first and the last. We give you the glory, O God. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. We give you the thanksgiving. You are God of gods. You are Lord of lords. You are Emmanuel. You are Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Emmanuel, God with us. You are the word became flesh and dwelt tabernacled amongst us. God manifested in the flesh. 
heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will never pass away. You are the king of the Jews, the king of Israel, the king of nations, the king of glory, the eternal king, the king of kings, the God of gods, the Lord of lords. You are the everlasting king. You are the Lord of hosts. You are the king of glory. You are the Lord Sabaoth. You are the everlasting God, the eternal God. We give this day unto you, Lord. You purchased us with your precious blood. We are no longer our own. We have been bought with the precious blood of Jesus. We're kings and priests of the Most High God. We're not of the Levitical priesthood. We are not of the Arianic priesthood. We are of the Melchizedek priesthood. We have an eternal priesthood. We're kings unto you, O God. We commit this time unto you that you be glorified in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You would turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 32. Deuteronomy chapter 32, if you have your Bibles. Starts in verse 1. It says, Give ear, O heavens, and I will speak. And hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. What an awesome witness that Moses is calling. That the heavens... And the earth would be bear witness that the heavens and the earth would hear the words of the prophet. And he goes on in verse 2. Let my teaching drop as the rain, my speech distill as the dew. As the rain drops on the tender herb and as showers on the grass, for I proclaim the name of the Lord. Ascribe greatness to our God. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are justice, a God of truth and without injustice. Righteousness and upright is he. Righteous and upright is he. Hallelujah. Let my tongue be the mouth of a ready writer, O God. Let your word go forth in Jesus' name for your glory. I'd like to draw your attention to this word that's used in verse 4. For all his ways are justice. I want to talk about God's justice. I want to talk about justice. God's justice in our individual lives, God's justice in our homes, God's justice in our communities, God's justice in the nations. We look around and We see all the corrupted presidents. We see all the corrupted prime ministers. We see all the corrupted leaders, not only on the political side, but we also see it in the religious side. We see it in the church. We see corruption. We see corruption in the court systems. We, here in the United States, we have our county court systems. We have our district court systems. We have our state supreme court. We have the... Supreme Court of the United States, and we look at it for justice. We look towards them for justice, 
but so oftentimes all we find is injustice that's coming forth from them. We look at the military of the world, whether it's the U.S. Navy or the Air Force or the Army or the National Guard, and we think that they represent us, that they'll protect us, and we find out that the U.S. military is some of the biggest drug smugglers into the United States. And it's, it's overseen by the military. We look at businesses, and we, we, we expect to go into these places and be treated fairly, but what we find is corruption in the businesses, whether it's in, whether it's in auto repair or we go into, into different stores expecting good deals, but we find out that we get ripped off. And so I want to talk about justice today, justice of God. If you go with me to Isaiah 59, Isaiah chapter 59, I'm reading out of the New King James. I have all these different translations. I have, I have translations. I've, I go all the way back to the Septuagint and, and, and the original 1611 King James. I, I have all different types of, of uh, translations, and I love them all. But this is a reading out of the New King James, Isaiah chapter 59. I'm going to start in verse 4. No one calls for justice, nor does any plead for truth. They trust in empty words and speak lies. They conceive evil and bring forth iniquity. They hatch vipers' eggs and weave the spider's web. He who eats of their eggs dies, and from that which is crushed a viper breaks out. I want to read that verse 5 out of the Passion Translation, a relatively new uh, translation here in the United States. I don't know if it goes worldwide at this point, but just in, chap- in verse 5 of Isaiah 59, says this, they hatch harmful plots like snakes' eggs. They hatch harmful plots like snakes' eggs and spin their lies like spider spins its webs. Whoever eats their eggs dies and a poisonous snake gets hatched. I think about this COVID-19, the biggest hoax that has ever been placed upon the world since the history of the fall of man in the garden. This is the hoax that has been seeded into the world, planted into the world by the enemy, by the enemy of our souls. It has been a hoax that has been planted in every political party in every government, in every nation of the world. And these things have been prophesied. These end time scenarios have been prophesied from the beginning of man. And people are reeling from them because of the lies. People are listening to lies. Whose voice do we want to hear? Whose voice are we listening to? If we're going to listen to the politicians, if we're going to listen to the medical, if we're going to listen to the 
news media. If we're going to listen to those, we're going to be deceived. The only truth, heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will never pass away. We've got to hear the voice of the Lord. We've got to hear the voice of the Spirit. We've got to hear the voice of his word in these days. Let's go on as verse 6 in Isaiah 59. Their webs will not become garments, nor will they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. Verse 8. The way of peace they have not known. There is no justice in their ways. They have made themselves crooked paths. Whoever takes that way shall not know peace. Verse 9, therefore justice is far from us, nor does righteousness overtake us. We look for light, but there is darkness for brightness, but we walk in blackness. Let's go down to verse 11. We all growl like bears and moan sadly like doves. We look for justice, but there is none. For salvation, but it is far from us. For our transgressions are multiplied before you, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. In transgressing and lying against the Lord and departing from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. We can see the whole news media. We can see the politicians. We can see the corruption in the world, not only in the church, but in the world, just in verses 12 and 13. In verse 14, justice is turned back, and righteousness stands afar off. Truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter in. So truth fails. Jesus said in John 17 that your word is truth. Sanctify him by your word. Your word is truth. And here he's talking, truth falls in the street. And equity, honesty, justice cannot enter in. Morality cannot enter in. So truth fails, and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. We're seeing that especially here in the United States, but we see it in a worldwide basis. I'm not in every country, obviously. I'm not sure, but going by the word of the Lord, I believe that it's true that if you're a Christian, if you're an outspoken Christian, you've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You are proclaiming the name of Jesus. You're trying to reach your family. You're trying to reach your community. You're trying to reach your relatives. You're trying to reach the uh, area around you. And as you proclaim that, people begin to turn on you. You get arrested. You get thrown into prison. You get beaten. You get rocks thrown at you. You get words spoken against you. It says in verse 15, so truth fails, and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. We depart from the evil of this world, but by so doing, we become a prey of the enemy. And then it goes on, it says, then the Lord saw it. 
and it displeased him that there was no justice. He saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his own arm brought salvation for him, and his own righteousness, it sustained him. We must be a people of intercession. Romans 13, 14 says that we are to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. We are to be in him. We are to become more like him on a daily basis. Every breath that we breathe, we breathe in the life of God. We breathe in the life of the Holy Ghost. We breathe in the life, the breath of life. Every exhale, we exhale out this old nature, this corrupt old man. And we put on the Lord Jesus Christ. We're being changed from faith to faith, from glory to glory, being changed into the image of the heavenly man. We are to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. And one way that we put on the Lord Jesus Christ is by becoming an intercessor, even as Elvis was saying earlier, that they could see that he had the glow on him because he had been interceding. The more time we spend in the presence of God, the more time we soak in his glory, the more time we soak in his presence. We must be a people of intercession. We must be like him. And to be like him, we become intercessors. And this is just the Beginning of, of the message, this is just the first part of it. My main point that I'm getting to is in Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12 is going to be the central of this message today. Matthew chapter 12, starting in verse 6. Matthew 12 starting in verse 6. But I say to you that in this place there is one greater than the temple. But if you had not, if you had known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the guiltless. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Verse 9. Now when he had departed from there, he went into their synagogue. And behold, there was a man who had a withered hand. And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath that they might accuse him? Then he said to them, What man is there among you who has one sheep, and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold of it and lift it out? Of how much more value then is a man than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. And he stretched it out, and it was restored as whole as the other. I'm not going to go into the whole background of this, but I find it interesting when I read this account, not only here in Matthew, but the same account that's in Mark chapter 3 and Luke chapter 6. When I read those same accounts, this man with a withered hand did not ask the Lord to heal him. Jesus looked in the room and he saw this man and Jesus called him out the man I don't know if he even came there expecting to be healed 
He was just there in the synagogue, probably expecting the same old, same old, same old, same old, same old. And he would go home the same way, the same way, the same way that he'd always, always gone home. But the king of kings walks in. Jehovah Rapha walks in. And he takes one look at this man, and he calls him forth. And he says, stretch out your hand. And as he stretched it out, it was restored as whole as the other. Verse 14. Then the Pharisees went out and took counsel against him, how they might destroy him, because they were in such a rage. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew from there. And great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. And he healed them all. And he healed them all. Multitudes. And he healed them all. And he warned them not to make him known, that it might be fulfilled, which is spoken by Isaiah the prophet. And this is, this is the main context of my message right here. This is it. Behold my servant, whom I have chosen, being my beloved, in whom my soul is well pleased. I will put my spirit upon him, and he will declare justice to the Gentiles. Let me read that again. He will declare justice to the Gentiles. One more time. He will declare justice to the Gentiles. And he will not quarrel nor cry out, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A bruised reed he will not break, and smoking flax he will not quench, till he sends forth justice to victory, till he sends forth justice to victory, until he sends forth justice to victory, and in his name Gentiles will trust. What I see in this, is that as Jesus called forth that man, and he came forth, wasn't even searching for a healing for his hand, didn't even ask Jesus, have mercy upon me, son of David. Look upon me. Will you heal me? If you have mercy, you will heal me. He never even conversed with Jesus. But Jesus took one look at him, saw the need in his life, had a withered hand. His right hand was withered, and Jesus said, stretch forth your hand, and he healed him just like that. And in the face of the religious leaders, and these corrupt religious leaders, they were enraged against him. They were, all they could think of is, we have to get rid of this man. He's upsetting our apple cart. He's, he's infecting the monies that are coming into us. He's he's. He's causing all this turmoil. Everybody's beginning to follow him instead of us. But this justice that I'm talking about, this God of justice, the justice is justice against iniquity, justice against the works of the enemy, God's justice. His justice is levied. His justice is put forth. His justice is applied to the injustices of the enemy, to the injustices of the fall, to the injustices of sin, to the injustice of disease, and his justice brings forth healing. His justice brings forth 
wholeness. Even in Mark 3 in the account of this, it says that unclean spirits, demon spirits, were cast out. His justice rules over the demonic. His justice rules over the unclean spirits. His justice rules over the darkness because he is a God of light. Isaiah 53. Passage of scripture that everybody knows. Isaiah 53, verse 4, 5, and 6. Surely he has borne our griefs. He's took up, he laid hold of our griefs, our sicknesses, our diseases, and he carried our sorrows, our pains. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded. He was pierced through for our transgressions. He was bruised. He was crushed for our inequities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Those deep furrows they plowed upon his back, the nails that they pierced in his hands and his feet, the crown of thorns they placed on his head, the pulling out of his beard, ripping his beard off of his face. It says that people couldn't even recognize him because he was so... His, his, he, he was so marred. He was so torn asunder. He was so beaten and bruised. He didn't even look like the person that was your friend. I've seen people in car accidents that had died. They were my friends, and I didn't even recognize them because of the mangling of a body. Verse 6, we all like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Drop down to verse 12. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. He made intercession for the transgressors. He brings forth justice to victory in this unjust world, in this crooked and perverse generation, in this crooked and perverse world. There's healing, there's deliverance from oppression, from disease, from sickness, deliverance from this crooked and perverse generation, deliverance from the injustice in our laws of the corrupt officials, not only in the political circles, but even in the religious circles. Justice is brought forth from the to the contamination that is with the devil and the sin. We declare and decree the kingdom of God. We declare and, and, and decree the justice of God. We declare and decree the power of God. We declare and decree the glory of God. We declare and decree the righteousness of God to be brought forth into this heavenly realm in heaven as it is on earth so let it be done on earth as it is in heaven so let it be done here on earth as it is in heaven where there's voices and thunderings and lightnings where there's this 
angelic throne, throne and, 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 of, of angels that are worshiping before the living God. Four living creatures and the 24 elders bowing down, worshiping, worshiping. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who is, who was, and is to come. We declare justice to victory. Justice to victory in this earth, in this life, in our homes. Justice to victory over sin, over sickness, over disease, over the devil, over every sickness and disease, over every injustice that is being wrought within this earth this day and into the future. We declare the justice of God to come forth. We intercede for the justice of God to come forth, that justice is not turned away, that righteousness does not stand afar off, that truth does not fail in the street, and equity does enter in. Because we intercede, we co-labor in intercession with the King of kings, with the King of glory, with the one who intercedes day and night, night and day for each one of us that we draw alongside of him and intercede until the justice of God comes forth, that people are set free from their diseases and sicknesses, from their plagues, that people are set free, delivered, made whole through the justice of God, that we walk in victory. We are more than conquerors. We're victorious in the cross. We're victorious, more than conquerors. We're triumphant through the blood of the Lamb and by His name. There's people that are listening to this today. There's people that will be listening to this message perhaps on a podcast in the future. We declare the justice of God to come forth in your life, setting you free from sickness and disease and from the oppression of the enemy. We look forward. We we, we errantly look towards our politicians. We errantly look towards our judicial systems for justice to come forth. But we find that it does not come forth from them. It only comes forth from God. God is a God of justice. And we must pursue his justice in our lives, first in our individual lives, and then in our homes, and then in our communities, and in our nations, that the justice of God is established. In Jesus' precious name, I commit this unto you. Lord Jesus, that you are the judge and the lawgiver. You are the God of gods. You are the Lord of lords. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of glory. You are the Lord of hosts. We commit this message unto you. We commit your will to go forth in Jesus' name. We commit your justice to go forth in Jesus' name, that the withered hands are healed, that the demonic is cast out in Jesus' name. For there is no darkness that can prevail against the glorious light of Jesus Christ. The moment we light a candle, a little bitty candle, 
In a darkened room, the candle lights up the room. How much more? We turn on the electric lights and the darkness disappears. How much more? With the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ, with the light of Jesus Christ to drive out the darkness. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Um, praise the Lord. Uh, our next time we'll have our Seven Two Nations Conference Call podcast will be um, April tenth, um, and uh, it's um, nine a.m. Um, our time. It's um, now seven thirty. Your your time, so okay. Um, praise the Lord, Hallelujah. Um, PM. Uh, that's in India, and um, but um, we have other people that call in from other areas, and so um, you need to check your um, your time zone. You can go to um, worldtimebuddy.com, and um, you ent- we're in the Central Time Zone here in America, so so you get the right time. So. Um, also, um, like I say, this podcast is going to be um, uploaded to Anchor.fm, 72 Nation. Also, we have a Facebook page called 72 Nation Conference Call Podcast. We have an email list. Um, it's on um, Google Groups, 72 Nations. So if you want to know more, visit ElvisIverson.com. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So um, thank you for everyone um, calling in, and thank you for your time. and. And, and God bless you, okay? Um, and also, um, we still have, um, if you ever want to call into the, um, the SIM Office for the conference call, that's, our next one is, is, um, it's March um, 28th, but that's, um, you know, at 7 p.m. Central Time on, on um, Sunday, Sunday, April 18th, and, and it's the same number, whatever you called in. So, okay. So, okay, God bless you, and, and um, take care. Thank you, and thank you, Errol. Thank you, Chris and Sam, for calling in. Thank you, um, Marty. Amen, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Amen. 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 Lord bless. Bye. Amen. Thank you.